I traveled all around the world. I decided to dedicate my life to improving health outcomes. All these concepts did not just come from me or my team. How did we even apply this notion in healthcare? I had tears in my eyes just listening to how our products improve the lives of people. I'm William Fleming, and this is Real Talk, a podcast for Humana associates who work in clinical and pharmacy solutions and across Humana. Today, I have with me in the studio Deepti Bettina, who is our Chief Clinical Product Officer. Deepti has been with Humana for about 10 to 11 months now and is bringing a whole new way of thinking and working to our organization, namely this notion of a clinical product mindset and approach to helping our customers and physicians be their best. So welcome to Real Talk, Deepti, and I look forward to the discussion and, and thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah. So Deep D, I, you know, we always start these podcasts with getting to know um, you. And so i uh, love to hear a little bit about your background. Tell the audience about you a little personal, a little professional and, and whatever uh, you want to share. Thanks again, William. Uh, first of all, I am so honored to be here and really appreciate the opportunity to share my perspectives with a broader team through this podcast. Love being here. So a little bit about me personally, I was born and raised in India, and as I've mentioned in the past in various forums, my name Deepthi means light in my native language, Telugu, so I have a natural penchant towards light in general. I came to the U.S. more than two decades ago, came, uh, came to the Boston area for my education, got a master's degree in computer science, worked initially as a software engineer, architect. And later, I started my own company, given that I had the spirit of entrepreneurship uh, in my family as well. Ended up doing my MBA in global strategy. And um, after selling my company, I actually moved into the corporate world, worked in many multi-billion dollar large companies, always toggled between P&L oriented general manager roles and also centralized functional roles like product management. But the best part of my professional career was um, more than two jobs ago when I worked as a CEO for a healthcare division within Walters Clover, where I traveled all around the world, met with both public, private hospitals, just listening to how our products improve the lives of people. I had tears in my eyes just listening to the value products provided. And ever since I just decided to dedicate my life to improving health outcomes and just dedicate it in the healthcare industry. And as part of my passion and being very purpose-driven in what I do, Humana is a perfect, perfect place for me. I just love being here, thoroughly enjoy everything about Humana. Like I said, both my passion and purpose are uh, perfectly aligned to Humana's values and what we are trying to do here. On personal front, I currently live in Boston uh, with my husband, been married for 19 years. In fact, just celebrated my 19th anniversary, two daughters, 13 and 9. And I love to travel both uh, personally and professionally. That's a little bit about uh, me. Um, it's, it's a common thread that goes across. At work, I love to travel because I very much believe in being closer to customers and that family we all love exploring new places together so travel is a theme that uh, cuts across on all fronts for me 
So, Deepti, you and I were talking before the podcast about what makes for a good podcast that lasts 10 minutes. Do you, would you like to, <laughs> would you want to share sort of like what makes a good podcast with the audience? Yeah, I have to admit, uh, I cannot watch uh, any video podcast for more than 10 minutes unless it has George Clooney in it. Well. So, yeah, so- yes. We got it. So there, there you have it, audience. Um, now you know how Deep D listens to the podcast. Um, oh my God! So, so Deep D, thank, thanks for sharing that, and thanks for uh, being with you, man. I, I know your presence here has uh, taught us a lot about, in the short time, the notion of product and, and, and really what it means. Um, but you know, as we get into this, I, I, I love to dig a little bit on uh, this question of you know what is product management and what is that discipline and. Um, and how, how do you, you know, think we can apply it to, you know, clinical challenges? Sure. Um, I would say this is one of the most frequently asked questions, William. So for the first piece of your question, the product management discipline, in its most simplified form, it's truly understanding what is the customer problem. And once we understand the problem, trying to assess, is this problem worth solving? How pervasive is it? We just want to make sure we're not going after one person's problem, but really pervasive problems. What is the sense of urgency to solve for it? And is the pain deep enough that it's actually worth humanist time and investment to solve for it? So I'm trying to obviously simplify the product management discipline, but at the core discipline, this is what it entails. We figuring out from a humana perspective, the most important customer problems based on research, not just personal opinion. It shouldn't really matter what I as Deepthi Bhatina think should be done. It's really researching and understanding what the true customer problems are. And then product management is also about solving for them in a feasible, viable way. And most importantly, making sure that whatever solutions we put in place are driving balanced outcomes. In Humana's case, the balanced outcomes are going to be clinical and quality, customer experience, and financial aspects. We must always understand how each impacts the other and balance between all those. The second part of your question is also about product management discipline. Can it be applied to clinical challenges? First of all, I would say it could be applied to any challenge, uh, uh, and I'll give an example that most of the audience could easily connect with. Think of Amazon Prime. At its core, in its simplest format, it's actually shipping something faster. Ten years ago, if you asked someone, hey, if you want to ship something faster, do you think it's uh, operations or product management? And no one would have thought you could apply product management discipline to it. But there's product management discipline applied to it to truly understand how it improves customer experience with just one click, financially revenue goes up, retail metrics taken care of, so on and so forth, right? So I'm just giving that example so that people in a very simple way could understand and relate to it. But if I were to bring that same example into clinical areas, we are already have begun the process of applying product management discipline, to utilization management, behavioral health, pharmacy areas, just to name a few. And we also need to think about how are all these areas and solutions going to be deeply integrated 
in the spirit of ECOM, uh, ECOM, uh, Enterprise Clinical Operating Model, which many of you know about. It's about resolving for customer problems all across their journey. If we take behavioral health, for example, we've done a ton of primary, secondary customer research so far, and we are prioritizing some key areas like the importance of timely diagnosis, access to behavioral health care, the importance of adherence to care plan. We need to support caregivers to really drive outcomes. And all these concepts did not just come from me or my team. They are turning out to be the highest prioritized areas based on a ton of customer research we are conducting right now. Anyway, this is just one example, but we'll be bringing a lot of this notion forward uh, to you all as time goes by in many, many clinical areas. So, Deepti, I, I, I think you, you, you said, a, you said a, a lot there and a lot of good depth for the audience to think about in terms of product and product management. One of the things you said that um, it, it hits me uh, deeply is this idea of, of a deeper integration across uh, Humana and our various clinical disciplines. And, and I say that because I, I know most members live their life horizontally where they, they need a primary care and they need a pharmacy thing and they need – you know, perhaps behavioral health. And it's really, you know, how those things come together as verticals, but also how that shows up as a horizontal experience in, in terms of how they live their life. Um, the word that comes to me that I'd love to uh, have you think, uh, talk with the audience about is collaboration. And, you know, when, when you think about delivering a product that's got, you know, complexity in it behind the scenes in terms of that deep integration Tell me about how how you think about collaboration and collaborating in terms of working across Humana uh, to get this important work done. Absolutely. Collaboration, I would say, is one of the most critical aspects to ensure that we can actually uh, execute on product management as a discipline, William, as you, of course, know. And when I say collaboration, some examples include collaboration with operations, technology, and analytics, all our retail markets, segments, including Medicaid, commercial, the list goes on, so it's truly across Humana. While there are many ways to accelerate this enterprise-level collaboration, we are trying to think of new innovative ways where we could find ways where it's actually fun to collaborate and done in a way with a focus on solving for customer problems, and also finding ways where we could pick up velocity on that collaboration. And one perfect example in this context is our recent clinical product hackathon, where many brilliant minds from all across of our retail markets, commercial operations, and we had people from DHNA, and we had people from across all enterprise teams come together to work on our most important customer problems that we are trying to solve for. Just a couple of examples include medication adherence, oncology, access to care in rural areas. We, we conducted a market research to even find what customer problems we need to work on. And for those of you who are wondering what a hackathon is about, and then some of you who are familiar with the notion in tech industries must be wondering, how did we even apply this notion in healthcare industry? 
We actually not only brought forward the hackathon notion, but our teams truly lived Humana Core values through this event, which we did just last week. The first one is rethinking routine. On day one, we actually used the product management discipline, everything I explained to you earlier, and applied the approach to our most important customer problems where teams were divided into various groups and every group had multiple segments assigned to it, multiple functions assigned to it, and each team collaborated, bringing in various professional perspectives to the table to solve for the customer problems, and it was just outstanding. Second one, thriving together. Participants from all kinds of markets and functions were highly engaged. Everyone worked collectively, learned from each other. Many people said that. And last but not the least, had a lot of fun uh, while solving for these problems. Third one, I would say, is cultivate uniqueness. On day two, I would say we had a friendly but a fierce and I, I mean, it fears competition uh, in a really, really fun way where in a very rocket pitch style where every team got literally 10 minutes and pitched various potential ideas to our executive judge panel and they were scored and we gave uh, several uh, awards later. But like I said, it was genuinely a great collaboration across Humana, all with the spirit of solving for customer problems. And uh, the results were just fantastic. We'll soon be posting the video summary in many of our outlets like Hi, uh, Amor, Buzz. So I would highly encourage all of you to just take two minutes out of your busy schedule to, to take a look at that video. Yeah. So Deepthi, um, th- th- this whole clinical uh, hackathon was uh, a fun event. It, it had uh, markets working with markets and you know, uh, segments working with segments and corporate working with markets. And it was, it was an interesting time. I had several people come up to me during the, uh, the hackathon itself and said, you know, you do realize this is the first time that we markets are working with other markets or that corporate in the same room with markets working on solving problems. And so there were definitely some, um, you know, uh, you know, the, what we got done in terms of, you know, products and problems to solve but also how and how we collaborate across Humana. I, I just found it to be a, a, a good experience for our first attempt at, at bringing a, a method uh, to us in terms of how, how to solve problems. But, but Deepti, here's the most important question of, the, um, uh, of this podcast. Uh, who, who was the best judge uh, during, the, during the hackathon? <laughs> Uh, I have to say, at the risk of putting my career at peril, um, it's not you. Oh. I will leave it at that. <laughs> oh, wow. That was a shot. Oh, we, we actually had a lot of fun with, with, the, with the judging and, and uh, in between uh, Susan Diamond and Will Shrank and, and Jeff Fernandez and myself, we, we definitely had a little, a little fun along the way. Um, and we learned a lot um, just understanding, you know, how, how some of this works just structurally, but, but importantly, the, this idea of, of getting smart people together across the company uh, trying to solve the problem and then hearing their potential solution allows us a framework from which to go iterate and develop. And, and I'm looking forward to seeing the, uh, the tremendous outcome uh, that that'll bring us here in the, in the next um, you know, few uh, weeks and months. William, if you don't mind, I do want to clear my record by saying I was only kidding. William was awesome. Thank you. 
Yeah, she says that because she works for me. <laughs> so don't don't believe it. Um, so, uh, yeah, Deepti, uh, briefly, it, it, why don't you uh, tell the group um, about some of the things you've done as you've come into Humana and gotten out into the field and just some of the some of the you know, the things you've seen and, and you know, interacted with and, and really why is that important to get that uh, real world experience as we do uh, product thinking? Sure, William. Uh, to me, at the end of the day, I would say product management is all about bringing a customer back mindset and outside in thinking to understand the problems and even think of the solutions we need to develop. There is just no substitution for spending time directly with our customers to continue to learn and also discover what really matters because it keeps changing and evolving with time. Me doing something an year ago, two years ago, is not going to cut it. Having that real-time continuous feedback loop with our customers directly for all levels um, of product management um, and all key functions is going to be the critical, critical aspects of our job. And one thing that worries me the most is if we don't spend enough time with our customers, because of course we all have busy schedules all the time, we could eventually be driving product roadmaps based on inside out thinking, which is detrimental to any company and in fact to the entire healthcare industry. Um, if we don't uh, stay close to our customers. It's very important for everyone to understand that when I say customers, it's not just members. As we continue our transformation as a healthcare company, we need to consider all stakeholders in the healthcare ecosystem as our customers, which includes members, caregivers, providers, care teams. So, uh, that's an important clarification I want um, our broader teams to understand. And personally for me, I regularly make sure I do member home visits. Even in the last couple of quarters, I've done several member visits, both Imana at home, Kindred at home members. I regularly visit our markets, Florida, Chicago, Texas, just to give some examples. Also, every time I go to a market, uh, we are making sure I take an extra day to visit local customers there, local partners, providers like Oshner, for example, when I went to New Orleans, our big MSO elite in South Florida. Uh, those are all just some examples. And what I'm going to make sure is across my uh, team as we develop products, we're going to supplement these direct customer visits with many research methods like primary customer, primary, secondary customer research, including methods like focus groups, surveys, user forums, data-driven approaches. So you name it, you get the feel. This, this to me, is the crown jewel of what the product management discipline stands for. And personally, this is the most exciting part of my job for me. And in the same notion, I would also say we created this new function called customer success to drive adoption for all our clinical products into various markets and segments. But that's the topic for a whole another day. We should we should we should save that topic. Um, but I just want you all to know that that that's a sister function that coexists with product management and really goes hand in hand with this customer back thinking. So, Deepti. Um 
let's bring it home for the audience. Um, as you think about all the great things you, uh, the audience, you all have heard from DT today. Um, you know, th- there's a, there really is a lot of, of you know, good things going on. There's a movement afoot trying to bring this clinical product thinking uh, to the greater Humana and how it needs to show up. Um, you know, Deepthi, why don't you tell the audience how, how you're thinking about um, staying connected and, and what people can do to uh, get engaged and understand uh, what you and, and the you know, product team and the success team are, are doing to uh, really advance this for Humana. Sure, William. Great question. We'd love for people to stay in touch with us. One way to do it is through our clinical product organization newsletter on a monthly basis. We are publishing the outcomes the organization is driving, uh, of course, in collaboration with other teams. If anyone is interested, please email me at dbatina at humana.com. You know where to find me. The other thing I would also say is in the spirit of having a back and forth uh, bi-directional interaction, we are also actively being involved in various forums. For example, if it's a market, we are regularly going to be having uh, discussions with HSD forums, regional medical directors, so on. So if there is a certain forum you all think that we should come have a dialogue about the work we're doing. I would love to be there and to bring relevant team members. So just email me with any ideas you may have on top of uh, newsletters. Thank you, DT, and, and thank, thank, thanks for uh, uh, the podcast. Thanks for uh, everything you've done. Um, I'm sure that the audience uh, learned a lot here about how we're thinking about um, product and just the advancement uh, that we've made in this short year of moving from really a good idea to now having uh, people in place, work happening. We just had their first uh, hackathon, and really we're hopefully off to the races to do some great things. Um, and as the play develops, we'll certainly bring that back so the audience uh, can hear from it. So thanks a lot, Deepti, for, for being on today's uh, podcast. Thanks, William. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. And, you know, as we wrap up this episode, um, really want to thank the listeners um, for uh, joining us. Thanks for your input. You know we love to hear feedback from you. Um, it's important. So um, you you know there's many ways to get hold of us. Uh, one of them is emailing us at uh, clinicalandpharmacysolutions at humana.com or post your comments to Buzz with the hashtag RealTalk. Until next time, I hope you all have a great week.